Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's so weird living so close to a market basket. And for a lot of you guys, that is just the big uh, grocery store around here. Because I was there this morning in the sevens getting us um, getting us coffee, which we needed, and cream, and some other things for the kids to have. And then it was study, 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 along with you. You were doing your stuff. And then it was four hours of grindy work, grindy work. And then a little bit... And then we lay down together, not in a biblical sense, all right? Together <laughs> no. after we like never 4, have time 15, for that, right? And then, and then uh, I went right back to get some more stuff. And it's weird; it's like I've, I've been there when I was both like, fresh in the morning, and then mostly The Walking Dead uh, afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's just weird that it like it must be odd for those people to, to like this weird big dude comes in. Like I've seen, I've seen the shift change. I saw this morning's crew totally different, and I've mm-hmm. seen the new troops this afternoon. But aren't we spoiled though? Because that's actually one of the best things of living where we live now compared mm-hmm. to where we were before. Is that Market Basket used to be approximately a half an hour in each direction away from us? Maybe right. twenty twenty five minutes, like to, it, depending traffic, if you were yes, lucky. But but now we're ten mm-hmm. minutes from a Market Basket, and that's a net positive let the record show that you know in both situations we're about you know five miles from a market basket but when you live in the suburbs right outside of boston that's 54 traffic lights right so now we're unimpeded we're many fewer traffic lights away from the market basket yeah of course the market baskets aren't as good as they are uh like i i used to go to the chelsea one if i had time which was a little further but so worth it but there's one off of 495 uh, on water street i think in oh behavioral that is that is very good and of course, one in New Hampshire is fantastic. The Seabrook one, that's my favorite if I have time to go up there. But that's like 20 mm. minutes away, or even like 15, really. But mm. uh, now I'm spoiled by the one that's 10 minutes away, so I never go up there. <laughs> but What percentage of Burn Barrel fans do you think listen for this content? Oh, a big, a big Absolutely. Person, Absolutely. I would say. Um, so it's an interesting day today. Mm-hmm. And, it's, it, well... So remember last week we talked about the media in in Boston. No, no, okay, this is going to happen a little bit today. I had no words today. I was unable to speak today for the first. Two I'm hours sorry ago. about your. It's, it happens sometimes, but um, but we talked about the story of the essentially the unemployment site in Connecticut. Right, wasn't working, and people were very upset. And or a few people said it wasn't working, and then the news people said. No, it's working great. There's just ex- a few little stories. Ex- just don't pay any attention except to for that. the original reporter, right? And uh, who who really who really who had a bunch of uh, sound of people who were very upset by this, and 
who really did like a really thorough, deep job of reporting. Um, and she's it, it, her name is Eliza Krasinski, mm-hmm. and um, and she also did. She so then so that so everybody like left it alone last week after the, that story. Now she today comes out or, or last night comes out with a follow up, which also features incredibly good audio and, and uh, sorry video because she interviewed people and really good um, copy news copy and um, you know what I uh, actually I don't have it like I used to have it. But you can listen to it. Here's a little bit of what it sounded, what it sounded like uh, when I played it on my show. Um, anyway. Oh, sorry. With the state's brand new unemployment system. You can hear her in a second. It's been online for a full week, but Reemploy CT is creating a lot of headaches for folks who are struggling still to get through the system. Reemploy CT has officially wrapped up their first week of production. They've had thousands of filers, but they still have a lot of people who are having some difficulties. Some even tell me they feel like they're getting lost in the crowd. Since July 5th, according to the Connecticut Department of Labor... So that's the stand-up you just heard. Mm-hmm. Now she's throwing to her package. More than 18,000 claimants have filed for unemployment benefits, but that leaves many who are still struggling with the new system Reemploy CT. I don't have another outlet. There is no other outlet. And it just makes me sad. While there are thousands who have successfully filed, there are also a lot of people who are running into ongoing issues. So I just want you to know that she did this last week. Right. And now she's doing it again. Now, nobody else is doing this, but now she's slamming the state again. If she didn't do this last night, then Tom Shadow doesn't talk about it today. Then now it's harder for the print, for the heart, for current, et cetera, to totally ignore it now. But Right, because you don't have a camera crew to go and interview people right. to find out how but, they're but doing. But she is impassioned about this. Mm-hmm. So she's nailing them, and, and really she's saying, although, and it's so well done because she's saying, although a lot of people have been approved and that are enrolled, a lot of people are getting screwed. Missing a couple weeks of income is truly more impactful than you think. I like that editorializing because she's basing that on the, um, the uh, interview she did. Right. You know, it's a little bit almost... Uh, Ballsy to say it's more than you think, mm-hmm. but I, this is a bold news package. Two weeks behind on my rent. I was on a, a payment plan for my electric bill, and I, I have to make a payment tomorrow, so thank God I have some money left on a credit card. It's- that, that is great content. That's an everyman thing. Mm-hmm. You know, to, I'm late for the rent. I, I can pay the electric with the little money I have in a credit card. Who the hell hasn't been there? This is great stuff. Not just problems with scheduling a callback anymore. Some can't log in. Others say there's an issue on file. This is afflicting the powerful that she's doing. Mm-hmm. She's new to the state. Wow. This is a new reporter. Uh, I think she grew up in the state, but this is her first gig in state. She's okay. been in smaller markets. She is causing trouble right now as a reporter. With You know that there are editors, and you've seen all over that station, who don't want this kind of problem. You know, who oh, want yeah. to. And I've saw, and I, today, well, since I did such a big search on it, I've seen the press release from the Department of Labor <clears throat> word for word laundered into news right. sites. It was funny. So because you um, had played those last week on mm-hmm. our show, and... Um, today I was looking at it more as you were telling me that this was still going on and I found that press release that they had put out Yes, yes. and I was like, wow, this sounds really familiar. It sounds exactly yes. like the second story Tom played, like a bunch of the same stats and information. Yep. And it's funny because this story is saying that 18,000 people have been able to file so far. Well, I show that we're in the second week now, right? Mm-hmm. And... It was weird because I was thinking back and I was like, didn't they say like 19,900 people were able to successfully do it last week when they were touting how successful they were? So I went back and I looked and what they said isn't that 19,900 were able to file, although that's what I had kind of, I remembered that Mm -hmm. it was a a 19,000 something number. What they said is that 19,900 people were able to log in and then further down in the press release, a number that was not quoted in the news report was that 7,500 people had been able to file. 
Wow. So 19,900 people had gotten on the site, and 7,500 of them were able to file. Now they're up to this week, 18,000 people have been able to file. So my next question is, we're in the second week. Are some of those people that have filed twice? Are some of those, like, are they counting? Is that is that 18,000 people, or is that... 18,000 oh, claims files. Because yeah. yeah, because you with the way unemployment works, you have to claim every week. Interesting. So I'm wondering now, I'm th- these numbers make me interested because I really wonder how many people like so they told us that first whatever like 2 days they were like, "Well, yeah, 19,900 people got on the website and 7,500 people were able to file." Does that seem normal first of all? That actually seems like that should have been a story right there. Right. That, you know, ha- more than half of the people <coughs> apparently hadn't this. filed. Or, or you, can you join me tomorrow to talk about I, this? Yeah, I can, I can put it on a sub stack for you if you want. And or maybe you can join me to talk about this. Yeah, story. and I mean, I think these are real questions for right. the state. Like, what is it that you mean when you're saying that 18,000 people have been able to file right. so far? We're in week two. And people are propagating this stuff. Every Democratic member of, uh, of the Congress in Connecticut put this press release out as well. Mm-hmm. touting it so right. they're flooding the zone with their with the press release and so right. our media organizations matter of fact I, saw, I went to a site today that was another radio station that had put the press release out and people slammed the radio station for doing it and even so like even if it's 18,000 people like have been able to file people not uh, like claims filed mm-hmm. um, then even that is bad because then there's at least there's like 2,000 people just from week one right that haven't been able to file still somehow. Right. That's concerning. If you're telling me almost 20,000 people have signed up for the site in the first two days, and now two weeks later you still don't have claims for like several thousand of them, that's like 10% of the people. Right. And, and, and my big angle in this is that obviously there are problems with it. But without this reporter, mm-hmm. somebody you in newsrooms, and we talked about this, have killed stories. Without this one reporter going out there and doing this, this thing is gone. Where are the- Unemployed since June 3rd. One claimant who doesn't want to be on camera says she's worked with the old system and had no problems. I've gotten a phone call back, but I've always been put on hold for like 45, 50 minutes. And she's not the only one having this problem. I have reached out to the governor's office twice and they have yet to get back to me. There's another ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I so, mean, but my big question... So let me tell you what's okay. happened just, just media-wise since then. Um, uh, it, so that was today. That was... That's Eliza Krasinski's uh, package. Mm-hmm. That, that's fantastic, powerful. Since then now, Fox 61 has now is now chasing the story, chasing her, because she's hitting pay dirt. And they're now expanding their story with another reporter at this station now. Because they know they've got something here, yeah. and that the, these this is a fissure here. But this is like these people are so lucky they have her, and they're not going to have her for long. She is way too good a reporter. Her packages come with so much audio that as a radio guy, I can I use this stuff night and day. I didn't even play you all the the uh, all the the sound on tape that they have. It's not fine. We're three weeks into this new program, and nobody has gotten a cent. I don't have another outlet. There is no other outlet. And it just makes me sad. Listen to this heartbreaking one. I can't put gas in my car. I can't go out on job interviews. I can't do any of these things. I can't go to the library and file my weekly claim. There's five more. That's because she's so thorough, thorough. And and there's so everything about this, it should be award-winning. They have got a superstar there who is the best thing in Connecticut right now, who is kicking ass who's with passion for this story. For some reason, I don't know how they make... I mean, you're an oddball, Alice. So you're... <laughs> I mean, I don't know how they make... I, I assume that she was a model at some time. I, I don't know where she has the fighting, the anger. No, the, the fire in the belly to have the intellectual curiosity to try to go after, hold government responsible. But she's absolutely passionate about it. The only other person I know who's like that at, at that specific age is you. And you're older than I'm I think. I'm older than her, yeah. I think. But, I mean, of course, the, 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 the downside is, of course, 
you don't pair this kind of talent with that kind of beauty and that kind of uh, aggressiveness. Passion. Mm-hmm. Yes. In other words, she's going big time soon. So bye bye. <laughs> and then we're not going to get these stories. We're not going to. You know, you need somebody. You need people to be, fight. That's the thing that's so scary about the media. And actually, the person who's taking it from her today is named Aya Galel, who is a Muslim reporter. They let me know that all the time. But she's also just a great reporter. Mm-hmm. She's also going to get siphoned off. And then they, you lose another one. The good thing about Connecticut is they, they've got, because there's some great schools and it's a lot, a lot of rich kids there. It's a really pretty state. Right. But man, the media is dangerous. It is just dangerous. And yeah. like tomorrow we'll keep it going. We have it going because, you know. Well, there's so many people who are just willing to half ass it, who are just yeah. willing to take the press releases from the governor and do like a nice, easy piece where you show a shot of the website and you explain how great the new website is and then you go on with your day. That's way easier than like tracking people down to interview them about <laughs> if they can use the site and all this stuff. That's much less work. And, like, I mean, you and I have both worked in a variety of jobs. The vast majority of people in any job are, like, show up, do the minimum, go home, that's it. You know, they're not trying to, to, like, make themselves a star or do anything crazy for anyone. Especially now. Especially, like, especially with the wage inflation, right? Because companies, mm-hmm. a lot of companies are still offering like similar wages to what they were before, especially media companies. My goodness. I don't know what it's like in local cable TV, but I know that in like the paper news, the salaries were like absurd. <laughs> I mean, they were like, mm-hmm. they were like the same that I was making, like working nights at Home Depot was like what reporters at actual newspapers, local newspapers were making. Um, so... You know, they just have trouble at those salaries attracting people who care, Mm -hmm. you know, and and the people that do care, you know, use it as a stepping stone to move on and up to the next thing because, you know, they have talent and they clearly outshine the rest of the field. But yeah, it it is a huge problem in media, especially local media. Mm -hmm. It's it's incredible the lack of coverage this has received compared to like the Obamacare website or something. Well, well, absolutely. But, I mean, but, Connecticut's not a huge state, but it's a pretty like important state. And it is. It's not. It's nestled nestled next to New York, among other things. It's, right. It's the life insurance so capital of the, the world. The fact that they just and we've had numerous stories over the last few years about unemployment issues in general. The mm-hmm. fact that they've launched this website and it's an utter disaster. That by their own numbers, ten percent of the people aren't even able to file who've been able to get in and that's just the ones that were able to get in that's a problem i mean that's like a crazy story that should be a much much bigger story than this like it should be in the national news yes but there's but national news for local stories like this depends on local news right and there's not local news has been utterly hollowed out everywhere in the country and and i don't know what even channel three is an affiliate of but it's I don't even know if Fox 61 is, is affiliated with Fox News. It probably yeah, is not. the Boston Fox isn't. Yeah. Right. It probably is not e- e- anymore. I, um, but, but right. And who are you going to put? The only problem, that's their only chance, though, because ABC is not going to torch a Democratic state over its services. Right. For- I mean, and, mm. and the other thing is, too, is like just the fact that this reporter is here at that local station by total happenstance is the only reason this story even exists at all like for abc to even go on you know what i mean how many stories like that are happening around the country that aren't being reported on because because there's no local news doing it because nobody's i think how important like school committees were over the last two years and how mm-hmm. like and how difficult it is to attract press to come to school committee meetings. So many of these things are being like filmed on people's phones or in the case of school committee meetings just because they have to show up on local TV because of public record laws. These are um these are like things that really matter to people's lives, local meetings and stuff. And and they're things that aren't being reported on anymore by anyone. Uh, I know Substack had a project to try and get people to do local news on Mm -hmm. Substack, but it's, 
a lot of the best stories that, for example, like when you were in talk radio in Boston mm-hmm. that you covered and a lot of the best stories that you cover in Connecticut come from local news. Of course they do. Well, if anybody were smart, locally, the Newburyport news of the patch would make a story out of my situation. Of course. You just because it's it's an excellent talker. It's hyper local. People are already divided over it. <clears throat> he comes with a video. <clears throat> My God, what more could you want? <clears throat> it, all the work is done. All you have to do is check in with the police station, and it's done. Right. But no, it's like God, really. <sighs> Obviously, I'd be more than available to uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> to recreate uh, the uh, event. Mm-hmm. Um. But okay, so 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 there we go. It's I just bring that up because, like I said, I was a big market news guy when Joe Biden called somebody a pony soldier. I said that's big news, and he was like, "No, no, no, that's just an old John Wayne thing." He always does it. I thought, "Oh, that's how stories die. That's how because you <laughs> hate Trump, you're not gonna." Oh, I see, and that's everywhere. Uh, another thing that I think is important is, and this is probably the most ominous thing that I've heard in quite a while, mm-hmm. is the uh, the heavy at um, Starbucks. Uh, Schultz, Howard Schultz. Yeah, um, they got video of him uh, talking about closing Starbucks and wa- some at least sixteen. Right, so they're closing sixteen in like Seattle, Portland, right, Washington, all the Democratic DC, cities, Philadelphia. For, yeah, sixteen for now. I don't have to spend too much time on what's going on in the country and how America has become unsafe. Uh, but you all read the press release the last couple of days about the fact that we are beginning to close stores that are not unprofitable. But we're closing stores as a result of the co-creation sessions that we've had, almost 60 now, 25 in the SSC and the rest in the field. We had one yesterday in San Antonio. But in all of those sessions, uh, it has shocked me that one of the primary concerns that our retail partners have is their own personal safety. And then we heard the stories that go along with it about what happens in our bathrooms. The issue of mental illness, the issues of homelessness, and the issues of crime. And Starbucks is a window into America. We have stores in every community, and we are facing things in which the stores were not built for. And so we're listening to our people and closing stores. And this is just the beginning. There are going to be many more. Many more. Many more. Uh, So I think this is really interesting. I do think certainly part of this is that that that's genuine. I also think he may have ulterior motives for wanting to close some of these because of all the union stuff. Uh Oh, well, actually, you make a good point. Let's let's pair that with um, the newest uh, story of Starbucks in Connecticut. The ballots have been cast, and now it all comes down to the count. The Starbucks in Vernon's deciding whether to unionize. It is. And they're going to unionize. The Starbucks mm-hmm. in Vernon, Connecticut. There's already been a couple of others that have unionized. And here is the barista, Mark Tomko, talking about why. Pair this with what you just heard the, C- the CEO say. But this is mm-hmm. what a barista wants. So I think the, uh, the, the tenured employees who had been there for years have seen how things have changed you know they saw starbucks's priorities about making customer connections and really you know developing that sort of relationship first of all what's the priority developing customer connections in the re- i'm pretty sure they s- sell coffee in the relationship yeah there's no relationship <laughs> if you're not handing somebody a coffee <laughs> That is the captive audience effect that you have for those few seconds while somebody's waiting to get a drug called caffeine into their bloodstream. Right, and you're hassling Building them relationships. About, about the Italian names for your... Yes, you can build relationships anywhere. You don't have to do it by extorting them with coffee. And now it's all about go, 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 get the window time down. <laughs> they, keep trying no. to, they keep trying to sell coffee at these Starbucks. They keep trying to move more product out. We want to have relationships with well, these people. And, you know, you also see it as sort of like a couldn't happen to a better company kind of thing because they were trying to, like, start race conversations on your coffee cup and right. banning guns but can from you imagine the stores this? and everything Now it's all else. go, go, go. We don't really like to go, go, go in this Starbucks. We're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to build relationships, relationships over here. 
Well, how do you think the building gets paid for? <laughs> but actually, he explains all that stuff. So, you know, pay, better staffing, and then safety and uh, infrastructure improvements. We want more bars to get the drinks out sooner. We want the floors to be less slippery. Um, you know, we don't want to see people being injured on the job and overworked. You know, there's ways that the company can handle those sorts of things. Oh, what are those ways? <laughs> what are those ways? Is he, bars? He, makes no, he makes no connection between product going out of the windows <laughs> and how that gets done no starbucks is a charity operation to employ right. philosophy grads uh, i don't think barista bars are baristas i think he means more actual like areas to make stuff because in starbucks you have partners i think everybody's a partner okay i can, I can google it the, the baristas call each other bar ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, I don't know. But so, and here's my thing is that like, so this Schultz thing came out. This was obviously a big story about all these Starbucks closing the other day. And some people did like express skepticism, especially I saw a lot of people saying about the Washington, D.C. one that it's in like a really safe area. There's cops there all the time. It's not like in the hood at all. Um, It's like the one on the concourse at Union Station, I guess they were saying. So that's closing in dc so people were saying like this isn't exactly like unsafe here but i think what's happening is that the the employees that are talking about unionizing are probably saying stuff about safety as part of their you know litany of grievances that they're giving to the company Mm -hmm. and the company goes here's our in we can't shut down the people that talk about unionizing because that's retaliation and that's bad. But we can shut down their store because they're telling us that it's extremely unsafe right. there and we care deeply about their safety. So we can shut down the store that's deeply unsafe and tell them that this other one 15 miles away is available for them to work at if they want to stay with the company. And Third shift. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but... I think that I think that that is part, at least, of what's going on here. I mean, mm. I, I certainly think that there are probably places that are shady that they're seeing a lot of crime. But is that really where like Starbucks generally tend to be, anyway? Uh yeah, so there are some in the hood. Or actually, the the just addicts can find them anyway. Or it's That's always- true. That's true. But I think that I think that if Starbucks are where the bathrooms are that you go to use to shoot up. So yeah, yeah. I remember I used to work. At Faneuil Hall and that McDonald's that was there by Faneuil Hall, yeah. like you had to like get a token to use the bathroom if you wanted to go use the bathroom there because they had such bad problems. It was not. Uh, yeah. Starbucks employees are called partners because technically they are. Workers get Beanstalk, which is Starbucks stock that vests over a two year period with one half vesting after a year and the rest after two. The shares are restricted stock units, which do not carry voting rights. Huh. Hmm. I don't understand why they wouldn't. I thought they seemed like partners. I know that the partners should have a say. Um, But yeah, I think I think that the company sees the concerns about safety as an opportunity to get rid of stores where employees are problematic without it being retaliation. You know, like if that's a legitimate concern, the safety, then they can keep everyone safe by closing the Starbucks. Um, So 17 things you should never say to a Starbucks barista. Okay. This is from Cosmopolitan, November twenty. That's where I always get my advice about. No, November twenty second, twenty fifteen. This is here's the mindset of the barista. One former barista tells all about the good, the bad, and well, mostly bad. <laughs> One, I'll have a medium, 
even the man in the moon knows that we call drinks at Starbucks what we call drinks at Starbucks, so there's no need to pretend. And when I tell you it's a grande, please refrain from laughing and telling me that's dumb. Don't hate the players, hate the game, my friend. Actually, somebody I knew that was a manager of a Starbucks told me they weren't technically allowed to correct customers about oh. the names of the drinks, which tells me that they were and customers were being annoyed and Starbucks said, guys, stop doing that. So it's good to know that the being a jerk about the drink names is coming straight from the people working there. So I hate the customers as much as I hate this person. So this is tough. <laughs> what should I order? What should I order? Hmm. Stands at the counter for 10 minutes while line starts to resemble angry mob. This one I agree with her on, so I'm not hating That one's her. fair. Yeah, yeah fair. Uh, can you make my latte exactly 192 degrees? That she is, says, no, yes. no, I can't. I can I can get close, but if you need things to be that precise, make your drinks at home. She's an a-hole, but that person ordering the latte that needs it 193 degrees needs to be executed. That's true, but also, the Starbucks barista only exists as a concept and is in that place being paid to be there and make coffee because that a-hole wants to come to Starbucks. So, I mean, like, you know, we can say that person's an a-hole because we're not there or involved in this transaction, but the person working behind the counter is only there because the the a-hole that wants their coffee to be 193 degrees is paying money to Starbucks, right? Right. So I don't necessarily think you have the right to whine about it to Cosmopolitan. I mean, yeah, we know. Customers are jerks. I've worked retail jobs, yeah, too. but uh, like the, She needs to be incarcerated, too. She says, number 15, I'll have an espresso. It's espresso. True. Although uh, the E in espresso comes from the Latin root X, like out of, pressed out of. So, oh, really? Uh, so, well, that's technically correct. I mean, it does come from this the is somebody who's, EX, this, this but... person, this barista, is probably going to unionize, but is somebody who um, is just burnt out on customers, and I can't blame anybody for being burnt out on customers. But I'm everybody's sorry. burnt out on customers. That's not special to Starbucks. I understand that, but there comes a time... Everybody who's worked <clears throat> a stupid job with a polyester uniform knows that customers are jerks. Like, we all know it. We've all been there. But You're not special because you had a Starbucks polyester uniform. I understand, but there comes a time when you're dead wood, when you're when you're you've lost your mind, you've cracked, and you're just dead wood, and you really should move on. And and I had that time after a couple of a few years, right? Where you know, and I was trying to move on out of the hotels where there's there's just a time where nothing's new anymore, and I I could do nothing but try to work up acknowledgement. Oh yeah, but did say, you like interview with a magazine to complain about how unfair the customers were to you, man? Well, I probably would have. I was I just <laughs> I was going to write a book actually just based on all the notes we used to take. We used to take notes of the stuff that made us crazy. It, it was just, you know, after a while when peep family of four with um, lobster hats. Lobster hats comes and talks about the Freedom Trail. And they all use the same cliche and say, "Oh, say park the car in Harvard Yard to me," as if I talk like that. See, but after a while, actually... after a while, my mind would have to like, it would slowly start to shut down in front of them. When I had more energy a couple years earlier, I would I would have dreams of shooting them dead in front of me. <laughs> um, but um, but after a while, that like uh, it was hard. That's when I knew it was time to leave. You know, because it was it was the time, Alice. What I told you. Mm-hmm. That when I we used to help people at the front desk, that I would just walk out the door when they would when they were a holes or something. It was I was done. It was it was I was done. My time was over. By the way, mm-hmm. can speaking of retail, can I report a crime? I guess so. What kind of crime? I'll give you a hint. Uh, comes from money. Extremely classy. Has uh, wears a riding crop and the the. And chases um, uh, foxes around twice a year. Toast? Correct. What did Toast do to you? Didn't do to me. She giped a bunch of plants. She giped plants? She giped plants. And she's tweeted about? about it. She giped a bunch of stuff. I ooh, I knew this, of course, is a bad part. This is, of course, there's a... There's a... Any time you... There was a time... When she was growing up in her five-story, you know, uh, you know, Hearst mansion, that she would 
throw tie the curtains together. I don't think she gyped them. And she I would think tie she's the saying curtains. she made purchases. No, of she would them. tie the, in a shopping cart. She would tie the curtains together and slither down and go into the bars in Boston and in whatever. They look this, like they're in you a know shopping cart. I bet you she was. I think she actually. You know what them. she was? She is. She was probably Patty Hearst. So she's got obviously a shady past. She. Now, I'm pretty sure she bought no, these. She did not. She gyped them. She said she did. No. She's thumbing her nose at the law right she there. She didn't. Th- she bought She them. gyped. I'm just saying that, believe me, I only like her more for this. This is toast. I'm for this activity. I would say maybe thumbing your nose at law enforcement. I'd be a little more subtle plan. about it. But, <laughs> hey, if you if you get away with this. Maybe you should tag West Newbury Public Safety into the tweet, honey, since you are so concerned I'm, about this. I am all for this. If she wants to be uh, dealing in the illicit flower business, I am all for it. We, as a matter of fact, we could use some. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> my goodness is right. My goodness is what right. What else is going on, Elby? Um, so remember how our daughter used to have a teacher that was big into mind mindfulness, mm-hmm. um, actually like had degrees in some of this stuff and made the kids call her doctor because she had like really important degrees in like, Did she really have in, a like child. Like yeah. Uh, but one of this, the things that uh, this doctor, I mean, elementary school teacher was really big on was mindfulness. So like made all the kids practice mindfulness and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So there was just like a really huge study about mindfulness in schools because it's been sort of trendy in the education field to have kids do mindfulness (laughs) that it's like, you know, it's supposed to be about like being present in the moment and not like worrying about the future. And it's like kind of tied from meditation and stuff. So anyway, this group did a study. Um, and they're actually funded by a group that like studies wellness and health. So I assume that they were like trying to find that mindfulness was really effective, actually. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a study of 28,000 children taught by 650 teachers. And the trial showed no overall beneficial effects of mindfulness on 11 to 14 year olds, well-being, depressive symptoms or social emotional functioning. Oh, man. What is this? Moderation analyses suggest that some young people might benefit, but some might be harmed by it, especially those already at high risk of mental health problems. Mindfulness training had a beneficial effect on teacher burnout, but those were relatively short term. So big shocker, if the teacher teaches the kids to meditate and do mindfulness instead of like having to teach them Mm -hmm. to read things and do math, then the teacher doesn't feel as burned out. (laughs) It's great. Uh, so that's good. So, uh, yeah. So actually, for kids that have mental health problems already, mindfulness makes them worse. By the way, and of course, it's just that's part of the insanity that's going on, which is the reason why Ron DeSantis, mm-hmm. it's like he's shooting on an open net now. He has to do so little work now to to score a goal amongst more than half the country. Interesting. Um, Some of the people in Washington, like, can we actually agree that women get pregnant and not men? Because, because they don't seem to say that. I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Some of the stuff. It's all it took. Can we yeah. just make women get pregnant? Yay! <laughs> I mean, it does seem incredible, doesn't it? That that's like the hell Democrats want to die on. Is that men can get pregnant going into midterms where they're like historically unpopular and nobody can afford groceries? Remarkable. Like if we had a media, they would be asking that of every candidate. Can men get pregnant? Right. Oh, because totally. Because that would be like free clicks for you at your news organization. Oh, totally. If you could ask Liz Warren, of course, no reporter is going to ask Liz Warren. Well, because most of them believe men can. No, they they do. They went to Columbia. Of course they do. But it's incredible because it's like, it just boggles my mind that Democrats want to fight that fight right now when there's so much else going on. They want to put out their people that are going to argue with you about if men can get pregnant. So that was hopefully the next president of the United States, but the... It could be this man. Gavin Newsom visited Ron Klain today, which seems like an odd thing to do, considering mm. what is Klain going to give him Secretary of State? Because uh, other than that, there's no reason to let Newsom in the House. Unless Biden's just... Unless Ron Klain is getting ready to jump ship, too. Yeah, maybe. 
Well, we're talking about homelessness, uh, talking about the number one issue in California, which is mental health and homelessness, what's happening on the streets, sidewalks, opportunities in L.A. County in particular, uh, to not just highlight the problem, but to focus on solutions. And what I was focused on is what can we do together that's big and bold, demonstrable, where people can see the results specifically in L.A. County. And does that mean more money's coming? It's it's money. Oh, man, he has a, such a, a, I can't say the word. I would say CS bro um, uh, way of speaking with the slick back hair totally. I mean, he is so, he's so transparently who he looks like. <laughs> it's resources, but it's resourcefulness, meaning there's a lot of money floating out there. I mean, I'll be honest. If, if I was watching this and I just hear politicians talking about more, 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 I mean, you've been hearing that from folks like me for a decade. Wow, he's such a populist. He speaks like people now. He's talking about mm -hmm. politicians. I don't want to seem like one of those politicians. Oh, man, he is so running. Oh, we've been spending records amounts of money, and people are looking and saying it's worse than ever. So it's really just targeting our what efforts. A breath of fresh air. My goodness. And he's going to help with California. I wonder who the governor of that state is. But <laughs> my goodness. Well, the other thing about it, too, is just like that they acknowledge that they've been spending record amounts of money, and the problem is worse than ever. So you should give us more money. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't seem like they necessarily know what to do with the money to resolve the problem that they have, which is that if you look at the cities, it seems like roughly half the population is living on the streets and using right. them as a bathroom and drug den. All right, Alice, since you know I've been a loyalist, right? Yes. Since the very beginning, I do believe that we should never have uh, made separation from the crown. Mm -hmm. I believe that we still are subjects of Her Majesty um, and the Sovereign in England. But, and I'm ready to, I want us to be um, secloomed, seplumed, maclumed, what's it called? Sucked, <laughs> I have no idea what's what you're called? You're, going you're sucked back into the, the mothership. Subsumed? Subsumed, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> um, if this lady, a, a member of parliament, an MP. Kemi. Mm -hmm. Kemi Badnock, mm -hmm. is that him? If she's the next MP, Alice, I'm going to begin the sub. Not MP, PM. Okay, if she's the next Prime, Prime Minister, Minister. I'm going to begin the process of getting a subsumed back into the United Kingdom. Would okay. we be part of that if that happens? Uh, would I be part of no, it? No, would we be part of it? Would you be part of the United Kingdom if that happens, or just I the British so. Empire? I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the exact legal process that's used to. You know, they had a, in Parliament, they had a compromise um, prepared. For the colonies, hmm. this essentially would have been made the Montanos. Anyway, yes, here she is. Uh, she is uh, how young would you say she is? Uh, I think in her thirties. I want her thirties. I want to guess. I she is. Know. Let me look her up. She is a woman of color, correct? Mm -hmm. She's of Nigerian descent. Okay. Her parents are both doctors. Here we go. What we are against is the teaching of contested political ideas as if they are accepted facts. We don't do this with communism, we don't do this with socialism, we don't do it with capitalism. And I want to speak about a dangerous trend in race relations that has come far too close to home to my life. And it is the promotion of critical race theory, an ideology that sees my blackness as victimhood and their whiteness as oppression. I want to be absolutely clear, this government stands unequivocally against critical race theory. The, some schools have decided to openly support the anti-capitalist Black Lives Matter group often fully aware that they have a statutory duty to be politically impartial. Black lives do matter, of course they do, but we know that the Black Lives Matter movement, capital B-L-M, is political. I know this because at the height of the protest, I have been told of white Black Lives Matter protesters calling, and I'm afraid, uh, I apologize for saying this word, calling a black armed police officer guarding Downing Street a pet nigger. That is why we do not endorse that movement in on this side of the house. It is a political movement, and what would be nice would be for members on. So already, I am going to follow her, her every wish and command. Right. Already, I am renouncing my American citizenship, and will I am loyal to only her. Mm-hmm. 
She is fantastic. The opposite side, to condemn many of the actions that we see this political movement instead of pretending that it is a completely wholesome uh, anti-racist organization. There is a lot of pernicious stuff that is being pushed, and we stand against that. We do not want to see teachers teaching their white pupils about white privilege and inherited racial guilt. And let me be clear, any school which teaches these elements of critical race theory as fact, or which promotes partisan political views such as defunding the police without offering a balanced treatment of opposing views is breaking the law. All right. That is a damn good sign for the future. Yeah. So, and she's sort of um, come out of nowhere. So basically, I guess with Boris Johnson stepping down, the conservatives have to like pick a new person. Mm -hmm. So most of the energy has focused on this guy, Rishi Sunak, Mm -hmm. um, who's a, He's he's served in Boris Johnson's cabinet. He's like sort of the establishment. He like comes from banking. He was like, I don't know mm-hmm. what they call it, like finance minister, or whatever kind of guy. He's like, so that's like who has the most. So in their first race where they were like eliminating people, he came in first with 101 votes. Penny Mordaunt, who's sort of like the more popular anti-establishment candidate, got 83. Liz Truss got 64. And this woman, Kemi Badnock, Got 49 ahead of Tom Tugendhat, who's the guy who um, like called out the Biden administration. He had served in Iraq for a ban or in Afghanistan for mm-hmm. abandoning Afghanistan. And yes, Kabul. yes, yes. Uh, he gave that great speech about that. And Suella Braverman got eliminated with just 27 votes. So they're going to do like some more rounds of voting. It gets down to like the final two or whatever. So I don't know if this woman, Kemi Badnock, will actually be prime minister uh-huh. but she sort of wasn't even supposed to get this far in the race and come in ahead of like suella braverman and stuff she was really and these are all in theory like from their conservative from the tory party right because it's the tory parties in the majority they get to pick the prime minister so it's kind of um you know at least she's probably going to get like a good cabinet position mm-hmm. out of this out of running cuz she's done so well and like been so popular and stuff but yeah there's more votes i don't know anything could happen like if she gets a bunch of media attention and stuff twitter loves her um so it definitely that would be like really cool if it did happen but she's definitely like one to watch for the future she's 42 i looked her up we're all in on her absolutely all right chat chat time sure take us to the chat chat just uh, finished the movie Heart Eight, uh, the first movie from Paul Thomas Anderson. Wonderful film. Not sure if, uh, Tom, you've seen it. Obviously, Alice has never seen it. All right, bye. Heart, heartache? Do you know it? No. Who's Paul Thomas Anderson? Do I know that? I don't know. Is the guy from the Waltons? Heartache? I don't know. I've never Paul heard Thomas of that. Paul Thomas Anderson. I see. I don't know him. I do not know him. He looks like kind of like the guy who was on... Um, wedding crashers. The brother. The, so what's the, the movie? Crazy brother. Uh, heartache. Heartache. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Heartache. I don't know him. I miss this. I'm. I know. I'm 49. I'm an old 49. I have not been. I have not been. I don't know it. I'm sorry about that. Mm. Mm. Hey, Tom and Alice. I was wondering uh, when do I call in and do a 10-minute phone call. All right, oh. bye. Shots fired at Leslie again. Okay, wimp ass. Go ahead. Cower in the corner, Alice. What? I, what did I do to anybody here? You I'm did, just... because there was an attack on Leslie yesterday, too, and you said, that, you, you hit over there. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. It's not my problem. Oh, my goodness. Disgraceful. What's disgraceful? Your pussy is disgraceful. <laughs> you are. What? 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 I'm not in charge of taking calls. Why is this my problem? You're the one who Hi, takes calls Steve from some from people and not others. Hey, Steve, Steve's on now, Alice. Are you going to say something mean about Merrimack? I'm not again? saying anything about... Why am I the bad guy right now? Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. There is a bar room in Merrimack. It is called the New Old Oak. Oh, yeah. Proceed at your own risk. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. I actually drive past that on my way to Crushing Abs, and I've been very intrigued by it. Well, there you go. We'll have to meet Steve from Merrimack. I'm going down the bar room, the New Old Oak. Maybe I'll uh, throw down with some people there, you know? 
Bonsoir, Thomas. Oh, what? C'est moi, Lionel. Oh, great. <laughs> great. Alice, he's tracked me down. I know, he's again. down here. This, this is, I can remember this. I heard sound. he called into your radio show he today, did. too, he in is, Connecticut. He is all over me. He's not letting up. Going 35 miles per hour. I went 34. I was going 35 miles per hour. What's wrong with you? 20 miles per hour is the limit, you motherfucker. What's wrong with you? 20 miles because of animals like you. Wow. Yeah, this is the same voice. This is him. Thomas. Same one, Lionel. I'm wanting you to know next time I see you in the village. What? Yeah. You are going to have your mouth treated like a toilet. What? Family douche, my friend. A toilet. I believe that that <laughs> translates to toilet. Does it not? <sighs> I wonder more... if Lionel knows that he's become a recurring that character. Is, that is ridiculous. Ridiculous. My goodness. All right, guys. I'll see you uh, Sunday. Thank you so much, everybody, as always. Um, Lionel, if you want to reach out, you can leave more messages for the chat chat. That is at burnbarrelpodcast.com. You can also email us at uh, burnbarrelpodcast.gmail.com. Or, as always, talk to us on social media. You've been a little shy, Lionel. I have to admit, you have not talked to us at all. On We've talked about you on social media, but you have not talked to us on social media. That is uh, at burnbarrelpod on Twitter and facebook.com slash burnbarrelpodcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to clothes, having pieces that you can wear anywhere is a must. That's why American Giant makes clothing that fits your life seamlessly, with quality you have to feel to believe. Whether you're stocking up for any weather or picking up a special gift, you'll find an impressive selection of staples to choose from. So whether you're on the hunt for a heavyweight hoodie, a fleece jacket, or a hardworking pair of warm sweatpants, American Giant has what you're looking for. Each American Giant piece is designed to last and created with commitment to doing things better. And all their products are made right here in America. Because keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Discover the American Giant difference today. Shop Wear Anywhere Closet Staples at American-Giant.com. And get 20% off your order when you use code ANYSTYLE24 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com. Promo code ANYSTYLE24. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.